All right, Jones, how are you going to find that statue in this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast? Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions. Scanning for Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, 1992. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain, captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, I didn't interrupt you that time. I'm getting better. Uh, anyway, you know what I thought was interesting? I think in order for people to hear this episode of the podcast, I think people actually had to point and click like this game we're about to review. Oh, a bunch wow. Of That's very, very meta, Paul. Yes, I like oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stay really? tuned for more oh, semi-quasi, <laughs> but not really meta. <laughs> Only high culture humor in this podcast. Uh, also, for this discussion of the game Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, we welcome back aboard Tactics Officer of the Pod, Kitos Ruiz. Hey, Kitos. Hey, Francisco. Hey, Paul. Good to be back. Hey, Kitos. Glad game to have you back. Game correspondent. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for this game? Sure, why not? Let's go with Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. It was released June 1st, 1992, originally, and it runs eight hours to beat it on average. Huh. I wonder... Anyway, we'll get to that later. It's rated E for everybody, and it was directed by Hal Barwood. It was also written by this Hal Barwood guy <laughs> with his friend Noah Falstein. Or Falstein, depends on if you're in his neighbor or not. And you'd know it'd how to exactly... It'd be Falstein, because the I is second to the okay, E. That's how you tell the difference. fine. These two jokers got together and designed the game and added uh, some music composed by Clint Bajakian. I don't even know how to Bajakian. pronounce that. Sure, that too. Peter Connell and <laughs> Michael Land. McConnell. That's what I said. Michael Land. I, I, John Williams' music was in here. I don't know why that he wasn't giving credit. Yeah, I don't know why either. That's interesting because it was, but very sparingly, just pretty much at the beginning and at the end. All right. So you ready for the box office trivia game? I am ready. Kitos, are you ready? I am ready. Fantastic. Right. Uh, and everyone here live, you can chime in too. Uh, Paul, take it away. All right, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis was not released theatrically, what? but <laughs> How dare. it was made for an undisclosed amount of money that cannot be substantiated since precise records cannot be kept or was not kept after a tan and shot a newspaper editor who printed an unfavorable story about him in 1884. However, isn't it 18? Oh, no, it would be 1884. I was going to say I thought it was 1885, but you're right. Yeah, I, I know, but. Again, precise records. We're not really sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> However, it sold. This game right here sold millions of copies, won Whoa, several really? awards, and was LucasArts' all-time most successful adventure title by the year 2009. Really? really? Wow. So I think it created a profit. Not sure. Most likely. So are you playing a game or no? Yes, but oh, I was waiting okay. for the sound effect. Oh, of course. All right, so in ni in the, in the year nineteen eighty, sorry, in the year nineteen ninety eight, 
PC Gamer declared it to be one of the best computer games ever released. Where did they place it in the top 50? Top 50 of best computer games to ever be released. Okay. Um, This is as of 1998. So anything after that wouldn't count. What? You don't go back and just update Mm. it perpetually? Uh, Kitos, what's your guess in the top 50? Mm. Pass. I want to think about it. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh, you can't pass. <laughs> it's unprecedented. Um, for me, I'll, I'm going to guess solid 10. 10? In the top 50. 10? Yeah, number 10. Any uh, from chat? Any, yeah, any of you guys watching live, feel free to guess. I'm going to do the old, uh, 50. the old price is right. I'll go nine. Oh, junk. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> we got 16 from John. Okay, 16. Do you want to give an honorary spot to Bobo? Yeah, and we'll say Bobo picked 42 because he always does. Okay. The All answer right. is 41, so Bobo oh, wins. Wow. <laughs> nice. Bobo with the clutch, even though he's not even here. Yeah. Good well job, done, Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And. Let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld, which we don't have, or our subsequent roundtable discussion, uh, which we'll get into once Alice has located our target game. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. Oh my gosh. I'm Indiana Jones, and I wonder what the fate of Atlantis is. What is the fate of Atlantis? I don't know, but this is my gold medallion. Oh, no. You've been possessed by Nuram Sal, or whatever the god's name is, Sophie? Yeah. <laughs> we better go and try to find out what happened to Atlantis. Let's go. All right. Oh, no. It's sunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we don't have any memories of this uh that's get probably just really sparks your imagination for this game. But uh, unfortunately, there wasn't a trailer or a TV spot I could find. And none of us had ever played this game before. So you may be saying, well, Francisco and Paul, why are you covering this game then if you know, you've never played it before? Well, as many of you know, we are working our way through the Indiana Jones films, all three of them. Count them one, two, three of them. And we thought it'd be fun. We're also doing Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, reviewing those episodes. We thought, you know, we should throw in a Indiana Jones game as well. So we looked at what there were and came up with uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. So that's why we're reviewing it, but we don't have memories and I couldn't find a trailer. So we'll just have to go. Even though it sold millions and won several awards. There were lots of like playthroughs. There were lots of awesome videos of it, but I could not find a TV spot. Must have been all word of mouth marketing. I guess, yeah, totally. Or or uh, ads in PC Gamer or other magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all print ads. Mm -hmm. Uh, But regardless, let's. uh, We probably had some predictions for this game. uh, Oh yeah, before we before we played it. So let's go through those. Uh, Kitos, what was your prediction for Indiana Jones and and the Fate of Atlantis before you played it? And also let. Let's do your prediction and whether or not you ended up beating the game. Okay. Uh, yeah. So my prediction was tragic. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <Whoa. laughs> yes. Right out the gate. <laughs> nice. I thought it was going to be tragic. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones. Uh, I like Indiana Jones, but in game form, I don't know. We'll see. That's uh, yeah. And, and uh, how far? 
Did you beat the game? How far did you get into uh, it? I did not beat the game. I don't think I got that far. Uh, but Do you remember you know, what the last sort of section you were at was? Uh, yeah, I was uh, flying uh, from Iceland to... I, I can't remember the name, but you were talking Monte to two Carlo? different people about... Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. The, about yeah, yeah. Uh, the Plato's about. book. Uh-huh, exactly. Plato's Lost Dialogue, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Paul, what was your prediction for this Indiana Jones game? Well, um, I, I predicted classic. I was oh, hoping really? this okay. would be a good game. Mm-hmm. And, because um, uh, actually, um, a little behind the scenes, yeah, uh, we were trying to figure out what uh, game to play. and Of the Indiana I had, Jones games. Right. And when I was in high school, I was asking a friend who read a bunch of the Indiana Jones books. And he said, mm-hmm. what, what is your favorite? What's one is most like the movie? And he said, Indiana Jones, Faint, Fate, of Atlan- Fate of Atlantis. Oh, okay, so, cool. So I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Um, but I never played the game or whatever. So I was looking forward to finding out what this was all about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And did I beat the game? No, I did not. How far did you get? I was going to take Sophie with me. I didn't get that far. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. We can talk about the different pathing in this, uh, which sounds like neither of you experienced, but we might get there. Uh, But for me, my prediction of this game was nostalgic. And that's because for two reasons. I love Indiana Jones and the the stills of this I saw looked promising, Mm. but I was never a point and click adventure fan growing up. I didn't really get them. It just seemed like overly, not complex necessarily, but just very very tedious. Mm, so mm. I, I was sort of hedging my bets with both of those. That it may be great, maybe not. So I said nostalgic. Oh, and what, <laughs> what platform did we all play this on? Oh, that's a great. Yeah, I played it on via the, I used the GOG.com download. So that's the Scum VM, which I can select lots of different versions. I think this ended up being the, the MS-DOS CD-ROM version because oh. I had full audio, huh. full voice acting, which the, the floppy yeah. disk did not have. Right. How about you, Paul? I downloaded this from Steam and played it on the Windows 10. Okay. And Kitos? Uh, I actually got it free from uh, Prime Gaming. The yeah, Amazon I was going to say it's free right now yeah. for yeah. this month. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So I got that. They use some their Amazon client. It's not very good, but hey, yeah. it's yeah. free game. Yeah. Exactly. Very cool. Awesome. Let's get into our discussion of what we liked most about Indiana Jones. I mean, maybe it's worth the price of free, or maybe it's not even worth that price. But let's talk about the the reasons why it might be worth that price, or more, uh, here with our like section. Alice? That's three. All right, guys. Three things we liked about this game. I was going to say film. Some of it did feel very, very much like a film, but let's start with Kitos. What's one thing you enjoyed about Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis? Atlantis. <laughs> well, luckily I didn't play the floppy disc one like you were talking about because I really liked the, their voiceover and the, the yes. music. The tech mm-hmm. that they did for 1992, that's uh, actually really ahead of its time. I was, yes, this seemed like this game, I was not expecting the level of polish with this game. Yeah. Um, In terms of, yeah, the- The voice acting. The voice acting was just, uh, yeah, when I, when I was hearing like voices and like all the the dialogue trees had voice and had inflection and- Right. I mean, the only thing that I could, that it could have been better was if it was, uh, if it was 
Harrison Ford doing the voice <laughs> acting. That would have been amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it was still good. I guess though. it cost too much. Yes, it was still good. Yeah. Paul, did you was the voice acting something that uh really uh whipped you into shape about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. But what I thought was unique about this that I um that kind of surprised me is that you can actually play through the opening credits which is something that you don't see in games and i think i think a lot of games could be benefit from that during the whole have the credits going along at the beginning yeah. as you're starting yeah. out and, and playing and, and yeah and you're sort of it's almost like a mini tutorial what you're doing like you're right yeah. it's getting used to the game and, yeah yeah, yeah. I thought it, it is a great opening for sure. And I'm surprised. And this was like decades ago and nobody's really like, that hasn't really caught on. So right? I'm surprised. I, I yeah. completely agree with you on that one, Paul. That, that, yeah. that's something that I thought was really cool. It actually didn't make my list, but thinking about it now, I, yeah, no, that's mm -hmm. amazing. That's one of the, Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I do want to, I double back real quick to the voice thing, the voice acting. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy that. Like, so I played this live on stream as many of you here in, in, in uh, watching live uh, can attest. And it, some of the funniest moments were because it was voice acted, I could just troll different characters and sometimes they would get annoyed. Sometimes they wouldn't, but it's just funny that I, I would, I would be inflecting sometimes when I'm reading the choices, I'd inflect it a little differently, like more like, Oh my gosh. But they still like, Oh, it's okay. Well, what's going on? How can I help you? <laughs> yeah. So that made it a lot more fun to have that, uh, for the voice acting. Um, but let's uh, let's go back to Kitos though. What's yeah. something else you enjoyed? Well, well, speaking of that, there was there was actually a lot of dialogue choices throughout, yeah. throughout talking with the different characters and everything. I was mm -hmm. very surprised, but by how much you could actually talk to each character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Though I will say, that, oh, actually, you know what? Let me make that. Uh, let me write down this other dislike. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a choose your own adventure. Um, what was there someone you enjoyed? Let me expand on. It. I, I'm gonna have you expand on that a bit, yeah. uh, Kitos. Was there someone you in, that you liked talking to the most, or was it just hearing Indiana talk with all these characters that you enjoyed? Uh, which what aspect of that did you like the most? Uh, I like talking to the guy on the theater stage. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's it funny with the I, levers yeah. and stuff. Yes, it's like give me something to read. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that he he didn't let you leave the stage yeah. once you gave him the newspaper. So you're not like, uh, you know, uh, roaming the town for hours. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh I, I thought a lot of that dialogue was funny. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Paul, what's something he, that you thought was either funny or really uh, entertaining or otherwise awesome about this game? I enjoyed the music. I thought the music was good quality mm -hmm. for its time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I there. Yeah, it was definitely. You know what? It definitely evoked Indiana Jones. I, I yes. I the wonder if I, tone I thought was very Indiana yes. Jones. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I I would say that it none of it like sticks in my mind instantly like a John right. Williams probably would. Mm -hmm. Right. But I could totally see this being if it, I played it multiple times. Yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah, I I remember this tone or yeah, because mm -hmm. I was finding myself as I was playing through. Oh yeah, okay, this is familiar. And, yeah, it um, felt more like Indiana Jones than the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, <laughs> just in the tone, you know. <laughs> I'd be tipping your hand a little bit there, Paul. But all right, I'm just saying as a series so far I mean, that we hey, that we've covered. Fair enough. Fair Sorry. Enough. Spoilers for anyone who <laughs> oh hasn't heard gosh. any of our previous episodes. 
<sighs> so, uh, Kitos, you spoke to the different dialogue path, uh, different dialogue trees, and whatnot, yeah. and how ver- how much of variety there were. I really appreciated the variety in that you could actually. And it sounds like neither of you uh, guys got to this, but you could actually um, in the middle of the game. I forget what point it is. Uh, where is it? I think it's the after. Middle? What is it? The middle. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which actual scene it was, Paul. Oh, okay. There's oh oh you find an artifact uh, back at uh uh, uh Illin uh Indies College wherever that is, and uh, you can choose to either uh, take Sophie with you to go alone or to um go oh it's they're called three different paths the path of uh with the. I think the friendship path or something like that, where you go with Sophie. And I chose a, the path of righteousness. Okay, that's great, Paul. And then, <laughs> then there's the wits path, which you go by yourself, but you experience a lot of puzzles. That's the path I ultimately went on, not really realizing that's what I was doing, but that's the path I went on. And then there's the fists path, which you actually do a lot of fighting. The way of uh, the fist, oh, really? which is a lot of, of uh, button mashing <laughs> for this really? point and click game. There is still some fighting. Uh, when in the the path I took, but not nearly as much apparently as the the fist path. But I thought that was just really cool. They both they all converge toward the end. Um, so you sort of at the end you'll end up with Sophie for the one of them, but the other two I guess you won't. Um, but I really thought that was cool how they could tell that it just adds to the replayability of this game because there were different there were certain sections like there was this one island when you're getting really close to Atlantis but um you you is eventually that the monkey have to, island no wait no, that's another lucas arts game yes exactly <laughs> there there's one island where you end up on it and you can't get off of it you i ended up having to uh get a hot air balloon like make a hot air balloon out oh, of so you lots can of get things. off of it Yes, and then you go land on a U-boat. It's 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 quite the adventure. But uh, why the, do they call them U-boats? None of them look like U's. In that, that's, I don't know. That's the Germans. In <laughs> in that island, there's uh, there's this mountain range where it's like a vista, and you can go to three different places. And I went to two. I'm like. There's nothing here. I'm like, oh, then why do you even have this here? But then it, it dawned on me later that oh, these other two path, these other two are for if you took that path with the different paths. So oh, so can you the paths cross paths later? Kind of yes. And there's also different endings based on what actions you take toward the end and which uh, paths. Uh, spoilers: you can uh, Sophie ends up captured, and you can decide to release her and take her with you, or to just go it alone to the end. So, so that doesn't sound to... very Indiana Jones like. Yeah, well. <laughs> Except it does exactly in Eugene Raiders. <laughs> okay, well maybe. Bill <laughs> wants to know. Marian. If you oh. can make it Sophie's choice. Uh sure, Dale. We can we can do that. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not Sophie's choice. <laughs> uh, but those are the things we like the most, guys. Now let's get to our classic makers, the things we loved most about Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. I'm gonna start with you, Paul. Uh, what you guys said before was the voice acting. Um, oh, okay. I really enjoyed. And I there were moments where, to me, it sounded like Harrison Ford, or at least oh, close really? okay. enough, where yeah. it's like, oh, Her- Harrison could, that could have been, or it sounds very close to it. Yeah. But the quality, I wasn't expecting that, especially mm. for a point, point and click game back in the yes. day. And now yeah, I, yeah. I realized this was released a year later after the floppies. They yeah. had the, yeah, exactly. the voices added to it. But... Mm-hmm. um. 
I think it really enhanced the game. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And yeah. I, I guess I gotta think that back then, ninety two, the SNES had just come out. Mm. There, I can't imagine there's a lot of games that have full voice acting. Right. Them yeah. At that yeah. Time. Yeah. Definitely so. not. Um. Awesome. So the voice acting, Kitos. What did you love most about this game? Uh. So before I get to what I re- like loved most, I did have one more like. Right. Oh, okay. Go and for it. that's just. It was actually really cool. You you mentioned this a little bit, how I guess you could get different things and your path would change based on certain mm-hmm. choices. Yeah. yeah yes. There was a lot of just like, I, I could tell a lot of just like hidden things around or different ways you could get through places. Like in the beginning, um, yeah. I actually got into the theater by going around the back area instead of the back door. Yes. I don't know if oh, you guys... Oh. Oh no! And like up a ladder. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah I went up yeah. that way. Yeah, I just what? I did too. Yeah, I skipped oh, the back I went door, the door completely. Well, not all of us can talk the bouncer into letting us in like you could, Paul. Well, wow. The funny thing is, I didn't even know well, there I had was to fight the bouncer, and I went in. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a bouncer. I skipped the back door. <laughs> I was like, it's probably locked, and I continued on my yeah, way. Yeah, you said it was locked. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's nice. Funny. Good for you. But yeah, there's a lot of choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. Really Really awesome. So, I could, yeah, I could, yeah. I, I just ahead. wanted to make sure to mention that because that was really cool. For yes. I, I can't believe this game came out in '92. I mean, I, I've yeah, I barely it's, it's find remarkable. games that have this kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, Absolutely. my my classic maker truly though about this game is that mm-hmm. it's really funny, but it's the Indiana Jones kind of funny where it's like, yes. oh yeah. Yeah. It's not it just like has the humor. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I, it's really hard for me to describe, but it's the same humor as Indiana Jones. But it's not now like overly that, obnoxious yeah. or anything like yeah. that. It's just funny, and it it's feels like, like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like puns, mocking what people are saying, like mm-hmm. like they're they're being ridiculous, like they're being serious, but you're you're making fun of what they say, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it totally captures that, like you were saying with the music, Paul, the tone mm-hmm. of exactly. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's the classic for me on this one. It mm-hmm. felt like Indiana Jones. Awesome. Yeah. For for me, my, I don't know if you could say that. No, uh, I couldn't. My classic my, maker. That wasn't my classic maker. Go ahead. It's your turn. Is, um, is part and parcel with the tone of Indiana Jones, maybe kind of sort of so mine was the pixel art of the backgrounds in mm, particular. Mm. The characters oh. were were done well too, but there were the backgrounds were really beautiful. I was amazed at how how expansive some of them looked, how how large they were. Like just it's it's sometimes tricky for me to do a hundred by a hundred pixel art, but some of these are like so much bigger than that. It's yeah. Now I will say they. I felt like they overused dithering a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, dithering is when you take. If you look at a gradient from like blue to red, it, it, like as it goes boring from one side <laughs> to the other, you see it sort of goes to purple, sort of in the middle, and you get this effect that there's a purple shade in the middle of that when it goes from one color to the other. So to get that that effect in pixel art when you don't have that many colors to work with, you'll actually do, let's say the the red on the left side, and then you'll start to you'll start yeah. filling in as you get closer to the middle more and more of that red with uh, blue pixels. Yeah, they were limited separate. to two hundred fifty six color palette yeah. on this. 
So, so you achieve more uh, perception of color through this technique called dithering. Right. <laughs> so, um, that's what. The, but regardless, and I'm not a fan of when that's overused. I like a more, uh, fl- I guess you could say, flat or um, more angle angular pixel art style. But yeah. it is still the remarkable a cleaner. Yeah, cleaner. Precisely, Paul. Yeah. I was still impressed with the level of detail they put in. And it, it was just so many different places to explore. I guess in that way, it was like the tone of Indiana Jones, where you just kept going to a new place and a new place and a new place. It was uh, really remarkable in that way. Yeah. So that was my c- classic yeah. maker. That's a good point. Like I didn't, I didn't really notice the backgrounds, but that's a good thing. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah. like it, mm-hmm. it didn't, you know, it didn't take me out of the game at all. Yeah. yeah. Though that is a problem at one point, which you guys didn't get to, but I'll speak to you here <laughs> a little bit later. Oh, but sorry, guys. There's one more thing I liked. Oh, another thing. Okay. I know. Yeah. Surprise. Shocker. <laughs> the Untold Podcast. What? The Untold Podcast is a speculative fiction podcast utilizing the genres of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror, among others, in order to engage the culture's imagination from a Christian worldview. Every month, Nathan James Norman produces and narrates a new story presented in a unique and dynamic way. Check out the Untold Podcast at uh, www.untoldpodcast.com to listen and leave them a review on Apple Podcasts. That's great, Francisco, but you've told us this in previous episodes. <laughs> what does this have to do with Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis? Well, Indiana Jones and Indiana Jones on the whole, and I think it, it sort of he's on a whole, on the whole in totality. Oh, in totality. Oh my gosh, is. A mix of uh, fantasy and horror, and unfortunately sometimes sci-fi, though I think that is a fever fever dream. Uh, So, in that way, the Untold Podcast is similar because they have those elements of genre fiction encompassed in their podcast. Fever dreams? Okay. Gosh. (laughs) No? You know what I mean, Paul? Don't presume you don't know what I mean, because I know you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. You're, you want to oh, put good. this fake promo in just so we can transition to trivia. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, here's some trivia then. Yes. Did you all realize that uh, a, the Fate of Atlanta, a Fate of Atlantis comic book series with four issues was, was published by Dark Horse in 1991? It was based on the story by Hal Bearwood and Noah Falstein. Uh, Falstein. Uh-huh, so you had trouble too. Oh, well, I corrected, <laughs> uh, but only loosely followed the game's storyline. Mm. So my question to you guys is, what video game would you love to see to read a graphic novel version of? Boy. So I'll start with Kitos. What game? It can be from any era. It could be nowadays or a retro game. Mm-hmm. But would you love to read a graphic novel of that game? That's easy. Mega Man X. Ooh, nice, nice. Do you think um, it'd, it'd be more compelling than the 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 cartoon anime? anime? Uh, yeah. I definitely think so because usually they can go into more detail with the graphic novel. That's true. Good point. Um, Fair since point. 
people are so crazy about uh, Final Fantasy VII. I don't want to spend the hours playing it, but I would like to know the story. <laughs> so I'll read the graphic novel. All right. That and works. Hopefully it has good art. Not like the blocky original released <laughs> style, but wow. like the updated anime manga <laughs> style. Okay. I can get behind that. For me, uh, it's actually uh, so Castlevania II. You didn't ask, but I presumed you watched it. Simon's Quest? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, Simon's Quest. <laughs> so there's actually a novelization of that book that I read as a kid, and I thought it was a great novelization. Oh, so you want so to see I, pictures with that I would, Yeah, I'd like to see yeah. that graphic. Almost, that game turned into a book, turned into a graphic novel. I think okay. that would be really, really awesome. So, right. Great yeah. trivia, Francisco. Thank you, Paul. And I have the answer to our previous audience question, which again was, if you could go back in time, what artifact, painting, relic, etc., would you like to take, would you want to take, let's say you can pay for it though, just so you don't have to steal it. So what would you you take? You have qualms about that. Yeah. So go back in the past. What would you take? Mm -hmm. So we didn't get any answers this time. So Kitos, we're sending it to you. (laughs) What artifact would you take or buy from the past? Uh, That is a good question. While you're thinking of it, uh, apparently... Uh, Dale would take Spy Hunter or Operation Wolf. I like the arcade cabinets or something else, uh, Dale. Um, how oh, no, about oh, the Holy those Grail? Those are the ones. Sorry, no, those are probably the ones he'd want a graphic novel of. Yeah, graphic novel. That's oh, what okay. he's answering. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. How hmm. about the Ark of the Covenant? You can't touch it, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. If you have poles, maybe you could. Yeah. And someone to help you. Put it on the cart. Yeah, exactly. I Still, mean, how, know, how big of a you go to grab it? How big of a relic can it be? Let's I guess as big as the Titanic. Any size relic you can. You I'm going take... to bring the whole continent of Europe. <laughs> that's not a relic. That's geography. I'll take the whole library of Alexandria. There oh, you go. There you go. Nice. Is that the one that burned down? Yeah. And we lost, yes. Like, yeah. 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 So much knowledge through that. Yeah, we right. lost the map to Atlantis. It yeah, sucks. exactly. Yeah. And steam power in the classical era. Oh, is that how you? Is that is that the, the where the timeline diverged? Like if we had kept the uh, Library of Alexandria, we would have we'd be in steam power and steampunk these days. I don't or know. Pass through that. It was uh, no. I forget. That would have been much earlier, and we would be far advanced I beyond. I said that. we would have passed through it. Okay. You, what were you going to say, Paul? I Kitos. <laughs> I said I was going to say we're going to pass through the steam like a mist. Yeah. I, I don't know. The guy who invented it, I think he just used it as a par- party trick when he figured mm. it out, like just to like open doors and stuff with it and thought it was cool. But it didn't really amount to anything during his time. Yeah. You need uh, to okay. apply it. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. All right. So um, great trivia. Now here's this episode's listener question. What video game would you like to read a graphic novel of? Indeed. And we had some answers here in our live chat, but you can send, if you want us to like see who gets the, the whose answer we get to read on the next episode, send the, your answers to trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com by the time we record uh, the next episode, which gives you usually a week and a couple days. Uh, but now that we have all had some trivial, trivial, fun, fun, fun. Let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis. 
Kevin Joshua Burnham says, I remembered watching Francisco playing this and seeing a great community of people helping him solve the tediously difficult puzzles. Uh, I may have helped by providing the womp train. Yeah, womp womp. <laughs> Dallas Panda Marshall Mora says, I remember watching Francisco play it. Well, that's good, Dallas. <laughs> David Gardner says, I played this as a bonus to another Indiana Jones game, Staff of Kings. Enjoyed it, but you can tell it's part of their earlier interfaces. Ah, yeah. Yeah, point and click. Mm -hmm. And Drew Doggin posted a clip Dodge of Fran Sorry, Dodgin. Sorry, Drew. He posted a clip of Francisco dying in the game. He got beat up by what he didn't know to be as a professional fighter. Never mind. Never mind. Let's go back to Doggin. How dare you post that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Well, those me dying. Hey, Francisco, when you yes. died, did you sound like this? <laughs> if only I could sound like that at the drop of a hat, my life would be complete. But... <laughs> Drew's comments uh, lead us pretty much right into the things we didn't like about the game that we wish would have died in it. So let's get to our worst three, worst three things. And let's start with uh, Paul this time. What's something you didn't like about this game? Oh, I was so frustrating that there are these basically these cutscenes that you couldn't skip through. Like especially uh, like in, in during the opening credit scenes. Like yeah. it, you, it, you couldn't skip through. It just had to look at the credits for like 20 seconds each before you could continue playing. And then as these other scenes were going like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm pushing all these buttons to like get through. It's like, no, you had to sit there and watch it play out. It's so annoying. You know, you could skip that whole intro sequence just by pressing escape, right? No. Did yeah. they give you that instruction? No. no. I figured it out. That's well, most that's games. good. Well, most, I don't know. <laughs> most games I don't play on the PC, so. Francisco, I don't waste my time playing games, okay? So, yeah. good, it's so good that you know that, Francisco. Thank you for backing <laughs> me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, okay. yeah, I found that's it frustrating fair, that you couldn't skip through different parts. Yeah. Did you think it was a little too slapsticky at the beginning with him like falling down and Yeah, I was like he'd places. be dead by the time he right? got to the third floor. Right. It's like yeah, so it, it sets you up for the tone of the, yeah. the what to expect. Especially yeah. with that bookcase. When that fell on him, yeah. I'm like, is yeah. did I mess up? Is it game over? Yeah, I thought yeah. I died yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> there are several parts in this where I'm like, I guess I'm done. I can't go in for the right, I'm stuck. But yeah. no. Uh, let's see, Kitos, what was something you did not like? Was it that bookcase fawn or something else? No, that I was just <laughs> not sure what was happening if I lost or not. Oh, um, okay. Uh, for me, I would say one of my dislikes was that sometimes the pacing was just a little off. And mm -hmm. I, a little? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a bit of an understatement, but there's definitely <laughs> times where uh, like you're talking to characters and sometimes it's fine and sometimes yeah. it's just you're talking it's like you're making small you know small talk it's like yeah yeah okay this doesn't really progress the game it doesn't mm. get me close to the characters or anything it's literally it's not memorable it's not funny yeah Move it's kind of just there i'm like okay mm. And sometimes it, I, I'm maybe I'm wrong here, but it seems like I had to go through those options sometimes when talking with characters, which maybe oh, yeah. isn't the case. But 
it, it no, seemed no, like I felt it. that as well. Yeah, you mm-hmm. had to go, run through the whole list of gamut in order to move forward. Yeah, sometimes yeah, felt, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I just oh, thought yes. the pacing was off. Mm-hmm. That's totally, totally fair. Um, and you know what? That that sort of goes into something I didn't like, Kitas, which is, and you experienced this really a lot at the end. Mm-hmm. But there's uh, some puzzles where. So I have two dislikes regarding puzzles, but the first one is... So it's the guy I, who picked the puzzle option. <laughs> who didn't know he picked the puzzle option, but okay. Exactly. Apparently I didn't have my wits about me. Uh, 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 uh. Um, the, there's puzzles at the end, again, spoilers, to beat the game correctly, like get the, the good ending, you have to go through a massive text tree in just the right order and repeat certain text items, text choices a certain number of times. Mm. Yeah. Like you'll get the same options and then you just have to do it a certain number of times and then it'll open up the next few. It's like, how is anyone supposed to figure that out? Yeah. It's just so redonkulous. Yeah. So that's something I really did not like about this game. Yeah. Um, because then you're not it's not really testing your your gaming acumen it's just testing your patience and how much you can you can or can't rage uh so let's go back to Kitos. what made you rage about this game <laughs> um sometimes just really not knowing how to progress which is part yeah. of the gameplay i get that mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. sometimes it's like it, it it seems kind of unintuitive. Like in the yeah, in the yeah. very beginning, one of the first things that I got stuck on was you had to click the the cat um cat statue totem thing. Oh yeah! And if you click the wrong one, during, it doesn't do credits. anything. He literally says, "Oh, this is, looks like a cat, right?" And you yeah. can literally sit there clicking everything else, being like, "Well, I don't uh, where where am I?" What am yes. I missing here, right? Yeah. Until you finally click on the right cat, and then you yeah. you fall back. So yeah. that that one is like that wasn't a good start to the game. Let me tell you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and there's some some parts where you just like you have to get the exact right pixel. Like there's one oh, yeah. pixel that you click, uh-huh. like and that all the other stupid ones right button on the stage. I was oh. there for 15 minutes, not even realizing there was a button. Yes. Yeah. And because yeah. it's Ones so like small, that. and because I was ha- hiding, my character was hiding it half the time, and the other part is because yep. it's just a single pixel. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a exactly. dislike, but I understand it. It's still a dislike, though. Yeah. Like, if it was more obvious, this game would be too easy almost. Yeah. But at the same token, it's like... But you That's know what? It's annoying. different. It's not as intuitive. It, when you play Mega Man, for example, and mm-hmm. you have there's like a puzzle of like disappearing blocks, you mm-hmm. understand that you have to get to the other side and jump on the blocks in the right order. Mm-hmm. This is like you have no clue what to do. Yeah. 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 Like, what am I even looking for? I don't right. know. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you get the real that, indie experience. It's <laughs> just lost. That goes, I guess I'll just roll that right into my next dislike, which is several of the puzzles were overly hard. At least yeah. for someone, I mean, I'm not used to clicking point adventures. I, I, this is my first real one that I've ever done. Mm. So, um, maybe if someone's is like, 
just very much uh, aware of what point-and-click adventures entail. They know exactly what to look for, like what sort of visual cues to dial into to be like, okay, this is where I would... Uh, okay, I need to be looking for it over here. But Maybe. for someone who's new to it, uh, I just... I've I played other ones. Of course, they came out a little bit later, and they weren't as this hard. It was a little more um, easy to understand and what okay. to find. This was kind of yeah. like a, a combo between a, a point and click and one of those um, old text adventure games oh, where I you could, could do that. anything, yeah. like use yeah. door, nope, open door, nope, try, you know, like, there's 26 different commands to try to figure out during yeah. these text games, and this is just like that. Yes. In addition to that, there are also times where you had to combine items in your little inventory thing. Yeah. And I had no idea, like, I was supposed to combine a certain item. And then and then there's this, oh, the, one of the dumbest puzzles was you're in uh, Monte Carlo and you have to crash into this Nazi car that took a doctor. I know this is past where you guys got, but you get into a car and then mm -hmm. you're supposed to move around and crash into this other car, which never seems to work until finally it does. And then you find out the doctor threw out this stone you need to get at one of the streets. He gives you the street signs and you have to go to every corner on this fairly large map of Monte Carlo and you go from a big view to the normal, like you see India on the screen view and you click on the street sign is this street this street okay that's not go to the next one this street and this street oh that's not and you just keep going and going and going and you have to go through so many turns out mine was right next to the car crashed i went way far away from where the car crashed so i should have started at the source and worked my way out instead of going to but out and working it, maybe way in, but, you had to check that anyway well, like yeah, twice anyway you know it's one of those kind of games <laughs> there are puzzles like that in the walkthrough it said it's random so you just have to good luck oh. and there are there are puzzles like that where it's just you see random each time and and while playing this it reminded me because i was frustrated by this like i like looking for a hidden in objects mm -hmm. in a Zelda game where I have to blow yes. up um, like walls and things yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. This game does it all wrong. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I don't like looking for objects in this game where I do yeah. in other games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There isn't, there aren't really great visual cues of what's a hidden thing. Yeah. Or, or even know what to look for sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah. That actually yeah, that leads too. into my third dislike. Is, okay, go for it. Yeah, some of the, some of the things just blended into the background oh, so well. As in your, this is your tragic maker? No, no, this dislike? is just a third dislike. This is a bonus. A bonus bonus oh, dislike, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, some things would just blend that, in and like the red effect. button on the stage, right? That was one. Yeah. Like mm. it, it, I just thought it was part of the background, so. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Well, Paul, speaking of buttons, one more thing that you didn't like. Yeah, what pushed your buttons? Here, Here's the thing. I, I started playing this game, and I was like, okay, I have an hour before dinner, so I'll play this game for an hour when I first started. You know, this mm -hmm, was a mm -hmm. while ago. Yeah. Give me some time, and I'll just get it going. Yeah. And I don't know. I didn't know about the escape button. I tried every other button, <laughs> but about... Uh, ten minutes before I I I'm about to you know I go for dinner. I'm like, um, okay, I haven't reached a save point, and I don't know where to save. And I'm pressing all these buttons. It's a, like F five or F four or something. Well, like that, I tried yeah. some of the Fs like F twelve or whatever, but you know, because that's often a save thing. And I, yeah, I was yeah. like, and I couldn't find one. Oh no! And I was like. 
there's no easy save option for this and this is ridiculous i went all through all this like uh, an hour's work and, and now i have to turn it off and i have to start all over like that oh god so they need to, they need better instructions for i know i understand it's point and click but you need a point and click a save option right. <laughs> like where's a menu button in this right. inventory or something right yeah yeah, yeah. i could see his inventory why yeah. can't where's the save option where's exactly. the yeah I don't honestly know if there was a save option in this because... So you had to play it th straight through for like... I, I guess. I don't know because... So that doesn't make sense since it's an eight-hour game. But um, I know for mine, it's sort of the wrapper program, Scum VM, which you play a lot of older games through. That's mm. what was uh, facilitating the saves. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. Through Steam, there wasn't. Oh, man. So how did you... Did you never end up being able to figure out how to save it? No. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I had a similar problem to Paul. Um, uh, eventually, I figured out the F5 button. Because mm -hmm. oh, nice. just like the game where I click everything, I end up just pressing every <laughs> yes. key on my keyboard, keyboard. There you to go. figure out. If I pressed F5, it would have been by accident because that's right in the middle of those things. I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I pressed F1 through 4 and F12 through 9. And then eight, and then seven, and then six. I'm like, this yeah, why, isn't gonna work. And I just hit F one through four and, doesn't yeah. do anything. Why would F five do right? anything? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm booting up the game just as we speak because I'm curious. I, I, did, I don't know if you guys yeah. can hear it. No. Um, yeah. I'm curious if I can press escape. So I'm gonna see here in a second after it gets past Lucasarts. Okay, okay. So we're at the Indiana Jones. Yeah. I press escape. It took away the the title. Press escape again. Yeah, I just keep pressing escape, and now I'm at the street where I go to Sophie. Are you serious? So, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. keep pressing escape, and it goes away. So, yeah. All right. And then, so that's yeah. it's that's just, not only is the game itself frustrating, but the, <laughs> the objects to play. This is supposed to be a simple yeah. point-and-click game, and they're just making it even more yeah. frustratingly hard. That was and the then, other yes, thing. If you're playing yeah. the Scum VM version, F5 is the menu to get to okay. saving and whatnot. It was okay. the same on on the Amazon one. F5 okay. brought up that that save, load, quit, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, the first time Poor I ball. didn't know what to do, so I literally end task. I did, oh, you know, gosh. control, alt, delete, yeah. end task to stop yeah, the yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then yeah, I came hard, back hard and it's like thing. nothing saved. I'm like, oh great. That's another thing. Here, here's a bonus thing. All right, now, now I know, Crimea River. Now, this, 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 this is gonna date me in the future, but um, don't be envious. I'm not trying to say this to toot my own horn, but I have a a, a 4K monitor that I play Ooh. this on. But there is a limited window size, at least for for the Steam version. I cannot expand it. I cannot. Like, so you're stuck with, I don't know if it's 640, but that's even like a lot smaller. So in the yeah. future, as this, mm -hmm. as we get like 8K monitors and bigger monitors, that thing's going to become yeah. a tiny little thing. I don't oh know why gosh. they don't have expandable windows. Yeah. It just makes the game even all that much harder to, yeah, yeah. yeah. no kidding. So, so I, I couldn't I, see the, the little red pixel for the button or, <laughs> you know, 
Golly <laughs> sakes. I was able to play full screen, like it just expanded everything or stretched everything or what what have you. Mm. Um, to full screen? To full screen. Though yeah. I couldn't have it be full screen on my second monitor, which is usually where I have the games running when I'm streaming. Oh, yeah, so that yeah. was annoying. I had to switch things. But yeah. 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 Oh, man, that, that is annoying. But you know what? Let's talk about what's the most annoying about this game. What, oh, yeah, because we haven't even got to that part. We haven't. <laughs> we haven't gotten to our Tragic Makers. The worst part is about Indiana Jones and the fate of Tragiclantis. Tragiclantis. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, and I'll start. There are so many um, places in this game. Oh my gosh. So How many, many? So many so can't even count. Many, <laughs> so many I can't count. Where it's the perfect place to use your whip. It makes all the sense in the world to use your whip. You're in Ed Jones. You use your whip. No, I don't think that will work. The, the drumbeat of this game is, I don't think that will work. I don't think that'll work. Doesn't seem to close. That doesn't work. I can't move it. I don't think that'll work. Shut yeah. up, Indy. It will work. If you just give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Yes, exactly. It was just so frustrating. That there would make so the game moments. too easy. Try another <laughs> way. <laughs> Guess so. I mean, yeah, might as well just be honest and say that. But uh, hearing that over and over again was quite annoying when it seemed very I mean, and there were as you got further in the game there are more opportunities to use your whip but it wasn't I mean by that time I'm like well obviously you don't want me to use my whip so what am I supposed to do oh use your whip oh now I'm supposed to use my whip thanks for yeah. letting me know now when I Mister, because I used to walk through for a lot of this game otherwise I just would have never finished it mm. um, you mean yeah, you that, didn't f finish it within the 8 hours no I don't think so <laughs> wow it's really taking a lot less, a lot less longer than Earthbound, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Kitos, what's your tragic maker for this game? Yeah, I mean, you guys are pretty much pressing up right against it. Uh, that's oh, okay. that's the fact that there's no modern options for this. You start the game; <laughs> it literally starts We're the game. There's no menu. There's no anything. And uh, honestly, those those uh, I guess creature comforts have uh, you know. Taken well, over that, for me. I, that I, I was really 20 like years ago. Yeah. Wait, well, wait, no, even, those, even if, NES games had like a, you know, press start to start the game. Right. You know. Yeah, yes. yeah some yeah, sort yeah. of menu that you could easily yeah. call up. This yeah. game just started exactly. and, you know, I didn't know if it was started or not. So, like, the first time I yeah. played, I also, I accidentally hit escape and I didn't know what I missed. And so oh. I was really like, oh, no, what's happening? I wish yeah. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Man. so it, it it's very it's just none of the modern comforts of gaming nowadays and it also messed up my monitor because it tried oh, to no. resize everything, you know, to oh, to full screenish. Yeah, one but of those, it couldn't yeah. do it correctly, so it was just very weird and then if I tried to you know, exit the game, it would take forever for my screen to fix oh, itself. Oh, no. So, Man. it was... Uh, Free game. It was very <laughs> painful to to play it. Um, oh. So, so, so of that. If, I don't know how you're going to have you that guys problem. Are, but I, know I had other get. problems. Yeah. Go ahead. You didn't know what? <laughs> By the way, exclamation point interrupt in chat if you'd like to uh, see a cool command. Um, I didn't... Uh, See, I totally lost my train of thought. Darn it. It was all right. Or was I going with that? Well, I guess it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, that's... So that 
was wait was that your treasure my where Jesus were you or paul's i yeah i'm yeah that, <laughs> that, that was mine that was yeah. yours yeah. yes so let's let's go to paul's now what's the thing you hid most about indiana jones and the faith of atlantis That's all right joke. my tragic maker tragic maker um it's just that it's so slow and boring. I oh, oh my, my word, gosh! So all right, I played for the first it, hour. It does pick up as ah, you get no, more it doesn't into it. It matter. Gets more, it gets a lot more adventurous. So I, will say I that. only got to the point where I actually got to the point where he's talking to a girl and she's talking about this necklace and this like ghost comes out. Yes, and it took me an hour to get there. It was like twenty minutes talking to a guy outside. 30 minutes trying to figure out what's on stage that kind of i'm i'm surprised i even got into into the theater so that was Mm -hmm. the first hour without (laughs) even me saving it i tried to do it again and i couldn't get past the 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 title screen segment i was like i just can't sit through this again so i this is is not worth my time it is so slow and boring that it's just i've i've played other click games and this this was oh man go not, ahead not nearly as good i remember what i was yeah. gonna say you're talking about creature comforts uh Kitos. yeah and there is someone who's working on a um a high re- like a high def version of this game oh, when really? i was looking on youtube for all the trailers or tv spots that weren't there yeah. i came across this one so if you did like anna jones fave atlantis i think uh HD remake or something like that. I think it's just some guy who's working on a beta version. I, I clicked the the play button to see what it sort of looked like, and it was looking nice. But the I don't like how they're animating the characters. Oh no, it looks very stiff. Uh huh. Because I was so. impressed with the motion. Because this, oh for, yeah, especially it's, for 1992, the click yeah. games, mm-hmm. the characters usually only moved like in eight directions, and this was mm-hmm. very fluid, and the characters could move like Lots almost all ways. around, and yeah. and and yeah. this was very advanced for that time mm-hmm. of the click uh, adventure games. It would just like okay, the the person would the character would move across the screen, a little mm-hmm. bit up, a little bit down. That was it. This mm-hmm. has very fluid motion. Yeah. So if they're like, gonna remake it, that's an important thing to to. Yeah. yeah yeah totally i mean it wasn't like they couldn't go anywhere but yeah the way they're moving yeah going there just like looks wonky yeah wonky mm, um like someone who's that. who's maybe good at programming and right. putting stuff into unreal engine or whatever but isn't great at animation animation basics yeah um but they, those are two different advanced skills exactly all right, guys. Well, now that we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Mark again? Do we rate oh, Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis? You're not going to break me, Paul. You're not going to do it. What is the fate of it? Oh, we'll find out. Yes, we will. <laughs> a classic. We'd recommend anyone go and play this game. It's definitely worth the purchase of, like, I think I got it for six bucks on GOG or free on Amazon uh, Prime Gaming right now. Uh, is it a classic? It's worth your time to get today, whether or not you've played it before. A nostalgic, if you remember playing it as a kid or young adult or whenever whatever age you were when this came out in 1992. If you remember it fondly then, yeah, it's probably worth a replay now. Dust it off uh, or get a version again. Yeah, exactly. But if you've never played it before, move on to another Indiana Jones game, perhaps. 
or it, do we rate, rate it a tragic? It's not worth anyone's time today. If you have never played it before, keep it that way. And if you have played it before and have fond memories, don't sully those fond memories with a replay. So let's start with our guest. As we like to, Kitos, Tactics Officer Games Correspondent, Ruiz, what is your rating for Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis? My rate... You predicted with a predict... Oh, you predicted yeah. tragic. Yeah. So what's your final rating? I predicted tragic, right? My final yep. rating is um, is that it's actually nostalgic. Oh, okay. and so it moved up. That was yeah, it did move up, but it was it was a tough one because there were so many times I wanted to consider it classic, but at the same time, the the things that made it tragic were just they mm-hmm. stood out way too much, especially when it came mm-hmm. to. Uh, not having modern options or anything like that. Sure. An HD sure. remake would definitely make this a classic. Oh, okay. I, I would say oh, that. Yeah. Um, but Very cool. as it is now, I mean, it's great if you can get it free from Prime Gaming or however you got it, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's definitely, I, I would rate it nostalgic. nostalgic. If you played it before, awesome. you know, a long time ago, it'd be cool to check out again. But if mm-hmm. you're, if it's new to you, you probably should stay away unless they come out with a remake. Okay. Sounds good. Paul, what is your final rating? You had yeah. a predicted classic. Yeah. What did it end up being? So I completely agree with Keith, though. So if you um, enjoyed playing this before, you will definitely, you, you should be able to enjoy playing it again, despite some of the, uh, the limitations that we had with like screen changes and stuff like that. You should be able to, um, and it has that Indiana Jones feel. But for me personally, oh, this is the worst game that we've ever reviewed. Far worse than, um, <laughs> what did what? I say? Final Fantasy Seven. I was one no of those weirdos. That, so I, this is definitely a tragic. Like, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to spend three seconds playing this game again. Hold on, hold on. You cannot put this below Super Star Wars. You just cannot. Oh, Super Star Wars, I see a goal. No matter how hard it is, I know what it takes to get there. This, you're on your own. Forget it. If the art makes you think I'm going to be able to stand, oh no, I'll fall. All right, fine. Yeah, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no. As as many as as problematic as some of those other games, I understood. Oh my gosh. Even I understand this. This is just way too complicated wow. for me. So. Wait, so I got lost in your diatribe. Did you so say it's tragic? tragic? Tragic. Yes. Okay. I know. Wow. I went from predicting a classic. I had high hopes, and maybe that just made the tragic even more tragic. I guess so. <laughs> For me, I actually so much of this, uh, so much of this game. So I, I had read and uh, predicted nostalgic. So much of this game, though, captured the essence of Indiana Jones. Something I, I like after playing this, I'm like, I, I would love to see a movie of this. Even the way yeah. they ended it, one of the bad endings was just such a nice homage to Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's oh, like, oh cool. my gosh, it's like these people really care about Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um. And and I didn't have the struggle playing through like you did, Paul. I certainly I, I did have some struggles and I did need to walk through, but experiencing the story and all that was. Was very enjoyable for me. So I and I would be I'd be interested in playing the other paths. So for me, it was a classic. Nice. Oh wow. Yeah. So we are. So you'd rather <laughs> spend twenty minutes talking to a doorman? I'm sorry, I have better things to do with my life. 
but okay that's fire that's fair so are we at a draw don't don't, don't judge how i use my time <laughs> no, that's that's fine that's hey, fine that, i didn't mean to interrupt and talk over here you that, can go no, ahead expand if you want so no i'm i'm done yeah exactly paul we are at a draw which means we're gonna have to go to our rewind republic all right rewind republic uh, Cat Mario is better. Come on. No, don't you dare. <laughs> yes, it is. So we're going to go to our Rewind Republic, which are our reflex capacitors that support the show at the $5 or higher level, and they'll get to vote on whether they think this is a classic nostalgic or tragic, and that'll be the tiebreaker based on their average of votes. So, uh, so Francisco, from the future, what did they end up reign Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis? Thank you, Francisco, from the past. So according to our, our Rewind Republic, our, if we average together their votes, then uh, they voted Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, a nostalgic uh, video game. So according to the Retro Rewind podcast and our Rewind Republic, we rate Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, a nostalgic game. Uh, whether or not you've, if you've seen, if you've played this game before, it's worth your time to pick it up again, relive those fun memories. But if you've never played it before, then probably worth skipping this one and going and playing that other Indiana Jones game. Regardless, back to Francisco and crew from the past. Are you Whoa, kidding me? You. Wow. Uh, what, okay, they ended up, uh, Paul. You don't have to be so frustrated about it. They 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 just enjoyed say, watching you die. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that probably had something to do with it. But you never know. You never know. Uh, but okay, so that was the final rain. Um, thank you, Francisco from the future, and our reflux capacitor rewind re rewind republic. All right, but now it's time to get back to our own time. Good old twenty XX. 20XX? Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Ah, uh, feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1992 to begin with, to begin with, if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzauer, Deborah Powers. Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, L.G. Larry, Chris Cohen, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Until Podcast, James Kennison, Drew of Telcast, Ashley Crumbitter, Pastor Justin, Kenneth and Redeemed Otaku, Ryan Lingle, That's our Bobos, Josh Adams, jo D. Tungsten, Andy Lewis, Jeff Leronin, The Dapper Man Reviews, Tony from the Retro Days, and newest patron, Mr. Loss, in addition to eight other awesome patrons as well. <laughs> Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us keep flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support. Wow. That was I was about to say, you're still bad. singing. That's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, and there at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support, you can help us grow via Patreon, Subscribestar, or PayPal. And you could probably this get me to not ever sing like that again, because I'm sure that was painful for many of you. Go ahead, Paul. 
All right, take it away, Dallas. This stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. And while we're... <laughs> That's what I do, apparently. <laughs> and while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big adventurous hug to Kitos Ruiz for <laughs> sticking with this game and supporting us with his thoughts about this game tonight. Oh, so, yeah. Kitos, yeah. where can people find you online? And is there anything cool you got going on that people should know about? Uh, yeah, so people can find me online on my Twitter. It's at CoolDelux. That's Q-O-O-L-D-E-L-U-X-X. Um like 20 xx (laughs) (laughs) um and uh um actually uh i i also started up a uh, tech support business um so oh yeah yes yeah so if you get stuck on like on your way to atlantis you can call you up and say hey (laughs) Hey, click the red button in the bottom left (laughs) corner (laughs) yeah you can find me at uh it's uh let's see t T E Q S U P P O R T. So like tech with a Q support. Yeah, tech support with a Q. Uh, dot online. So that's dot online. Yeah. So T. That's again T E Q S U P P O R T. Dot online. O N L. I-N-E. Yeah, thank you so much, Kitos, for uh, being a part of this show. And yeah. a hearty thank you to those of you listening for the first time. And, of course, to all of you who are part of our Rad Rewinder community. You all who watch us live every week, whether we're recording this podcast or playing retro games, are an amazing group of people sustain the pod. Also, we just started. This is a new thing. Just what? start if you go to twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod or youtube.com slash retro rewind pod right now, right this second, right now. While unless, we're recording this right now? Unless this is years in the future, maybe not. Maybe if you're listening to this in like 20, 20, 2030, 20 XX, this <laughs> not be the case. Yeah. But at least right now, if you go to those, uh, our sites, you can find us streaming replays of the podcast live. Just if you're like, you know what? I'd like to listen to Retro Rewind Pod, but I don't, I don't know. I don't want to pick an episode. I just want to listen to Paul and Francisco because they're such a awesome couple people and whatever guests they have on is awesome. Right. I just want to listen to them. Let me turn on. Oh, okay. They're, they're listening to Kitos talk about Star Fox 64 or they're listening to the Dapper Man talk about Speedy or they're listening to Ashley Crumb talking about how's moving castle whatever it is you just tune in and we're just playing back to back to back the episodes of the podcast so you can go there anytime and listen it could be one in the morning it could be one in the afternoon and you can listen get your fix of retro rewind podcast so baba wants to know we're doing every podcast episode live i mean they're being replayed live oh we're not doing them live like 24 no, 7 no we're not doing them oh, live 24 7 i've got all this camping gear and food <laughs> the last 40 years here oh man sorry paul I, yeah i oh i'm sorry you misunderstood my email about this oh, no, no. not to go to work get... for a living yeah sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh but uh really appreciate all of you who are amazing group people group of people helping sustain the pod. I think I said that already, but it's still true. Yeah. Uh, but if you're looking for ways to get involved in growing this Retro Rewind endeavor, reach out to us on social media where we are at Retro Rewind Pod pretty much everywhere. Uh, you could buy some of our merch. Go watch us live streaming replays of the show and talk to us. I try to be there a lot of the time in chat. So if you have a question about what you're listening to, like, why do you do it this way, Francisco? Um, feel free to chat. I may not be there, but... Because we didn't know any better. That's the yeah, answer. That's, that's probably always the answer, yeah. 
Um, uh, or you just, so you could become a monthly patron, you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, or you could just simply share your favorite episode of the podcast with a friend. Maybe you have a friend who loved, maybe you loved Faye of the Lance and you had a friend who did, and you want to share this episode with them, or The Matrix, or whatever it is. Just, we want, share the podcast so that more people can enjoy the content of the Retro Rewind Pod. You've been listening to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 232. Our review of the game, um, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, mm-hmm. with me as your exo, PaulJPowers.com. You can find me and all my social media links at PaulJPowers.com. Right. Yes. I got it right. I can't believe it. Yeah. Thank you for being an amazing friend and fellow adventurer, uh, Paul, and for another fun voyage. Well, thank you for having me aboard. Of course. I have been and continue to be captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter at FXRetro underscore, especially if you need pixel artwork commissioned. We are no longer honored to be part of the Christian Geek Central Network. (laughs) Probably because Francisco played some uh, bad words in our review of air or air force one during the preview there oh that's gosh. probably why we got kicked out but no. seriously <laughs> captain we are on final approach to base salvo authority has been granted <laughs> thank you exo and thank you all for listening we pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play but like a pokemon we gotta catch you all for conan the barbarian our next episode of the retro rewind podcast Retro Rewind Mission Complete Proceed to Nap Point Omega And return to base Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Oh, that's Librarian, sorry Wow You know what, Paul? Do you ever feel like quitting in the middle of a quest? Oh, yeah, especially playing this game. But you might be talking about young Indiana Jones! And it is something that man was not meant to disturb. Trust me. Are you making this up as you go along? Yeah. You don't believe me. You will, Dr. Jones. Mission accomplished. for me happens to me all the time all right guys yeah it's time for another uh, adventure of young dan jones chronicles that's the time right (laughs) no dang it the chronicles has the old guy old indie with the patch eye patch so this is the adventures of young dan jones no chronicles that's that's correct that's been spliced and redone except for this chapter that we're on got it Perfect. Okay. Then, uh, so, Paul, we for this episode, this is chapter 18 that we Correct. reviewed, and this was the the treasure of the peacock eye, I believe was yeah, the, the title? Yeah, the peacock's eye. Yes. The peacock's eye. Paul, and why don't you give us a rundown of some of the technicals about this episode? Okay. This was one of the few that was not touched at all from its original airing, um, which was actually back on um, the Family Channel when it, it was airing some of the episodes. It first aired back in January 15th of 1995. Oh, okay. So, Francisco, mm-hmm. do you think you can give us a one-sentence synopsis of the plot of this? Oh, yeah, I was totally. about to say episode, this chapter. Yes. So, uh, 
this uh, the beginning takes place at the end of World War One, and Indy and Remy find a map on this guy that dies to a great treasure, which is the peacock's eye, which ends up being the very treasure that Indy finds or gets at the beginning of uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. So with Lao, that's when they exchange the antidote and the yes. peac- the diamond. This is yes. the peacock's eye. Yeah, the diamond exactly. Lao. Yes, that one is all so, right. How's that for one sense? I feel like that's decent. I, I mean, it's, although Lao never came into place detail. into here, no, I was no, kind of hoping that they would hint that, at it. But me too, I thought that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Remy, let's go. Uh, let's go eat at the Obi Wan Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that would have been, been cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But regardless, uh, let's talk about the things that we liked. Let's what's, what's one thing you really liked about this episode of the uh, Young Indiana Jones Adventures with the Chronicles? Just that one. Uh, Kitos, let's start with you. And Kitos, remind me, I don't, have you ever watched any of these? I know we didn't watch them growing up, but did have you watched any of these previously for the podcast? Yeah, I watched. Uh, oh, okay, I think I guess it was like a dual feature. I, he, he liked the comedy one. Yeah, I like the one where oh, where gosh. he was uh, he was trying the to get spy, the phone. Yes, he was oh, trying to get yes. the phone, and he had to go oh, fill out gosh. every paper ever. Yeah, and then they didn't have the paper because it was lost. Right. And to get the key, yes. they needed another paper. <laughs> it, was, it was good. I lo- <laughs> good. Yeah, good. Quote unquote. I, I was laughing one. the whole time on that. All one. right, I'm glad you liked it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <All> you asked. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, okay. I I, li- I did like this episode. Uh, it mm-hmm. felt a lot more like Indiana Jones rather than yes. the comedy episode that I saw exactly. before. Mm-hmm. Um, this one felt very much like you know the mystery, the figuring out, the uh, traveling, um, the action, the, you know, all of that stuff. It was all in there, mm-hmm. so it, it very much felt like Indiana Jones. Yeah. And in fact, that's my what Mine what I was going to. Gosh, yeah. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> because of all the previous episodes we've done, this feels the most like Indiana Jones. And, Absolutely. And if you were to say, "Oh, it's a TV series based on Indiana Jones," this episode's this episode is the culmination in my mind with like, "Oh." It's Indiana Jones, but on the lower quality TV budget. Yeah, <laughs> this is when you when you said this is it's a TV series based on y- the younger version of Indiana Jones. This is what you would expect. This is yeah. exactly what you would expect. Yeah. It's not Indiana Jones what you like. It's the lesser quality, but yeah. it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not what we've been getting to this point. Yes, and even though it some has people the- like like uh, bureaucracy think that's very comedic. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but, it, you know, it has all the adventure. There's like the the digging around, map looking. There's pirates invasions. There's all sorts of, uh, you know, love interests and and yes. yeah. and all yeah. this stuff so going. Many elements. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. I don't. Well, yeah, I I was gonna get into the thing I didn't like, but yeah, I really enjoyed that there are so many locations yeah. and that they were just going trekking they around. They had the map to, quest following, they had, yeah, like the over map. <laughs> they had the they had the treasure, then they didn't have the treasure. That it got taken away, which is very much uh, very much a uh, 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 trope of Indiana Jones, where he yeah. has it for a little bit, then he loses yeah. it. And then gains it again. Yeah, there's just the, there's yeah exactly like what you guys are saying. So much to like about it, yeah. but 
I mean, every diamond has its flaw, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. This every, one does too. Every peacock has its eye. Wait, that Ouch. doesn't make sense. <laughs> so what didn't we like about this one? I'm going to go ahead and start. It's like, it's a burden on my soul. A bird? Like a peacock? Exactly. Sorry, yes. Ahead. Yes. That's exactly what I was trying to say. I, I'm Good. that. I am that funny. We're um, at war, peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Casualties are inevitable. You cannot make a omelet without breaking eggs. Every cook will tell you that. But look what happened to the cook. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So that's no. I any opportunity to quote Clue. I did not. Okay. There. It's kind of two things. I didn't like how it sort of fizzled out at the end. I felt like it was adventure, 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 and then, uh, well, like, we don't really know. Do you really know want to do this? No. I'm going to quit right in the middle. That's what yeah. I didn't like about it. Yeah. Well, I didn't, did that happen at the middle? I didn't feel like well, it was Well, the really middle the... of the quest. It's like, hey, we could be doing this for years. Oh, and oh, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you want to do afterwards? The same thing you want to do whether you get this or not. All right, sounds great. You have a plan. In the meantime, let's, you know, find this or set a date. Okay, by this date, mm -hmm. if we haven't got it, then I'm out. Yeah, Rather yeah. than, um, okay, I'm out now. Yeah. Which, uh, and, But at the same, by the same token, they blew all this money. Yeah. Which, and just for nothing, which was very sort of disheartening. I wish they came away with something other than well, just a rock with Ryan. I, I assume Remy's continuing to look, oh man, throughout this whole, about halfway up, th there were a lot of people dying in, in this, mm -hmm. like a Miss mm -hmm. Seymour. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers. Oh, that was so sad. They yeah. They didn't see Miss Seymour. I mean, I, I don't think the actress had died because she had a voice over there, but yeah. So I was sad. But that the character. Mm hmm. And so I was thinking, you know, we don't see Remy in the movies. Is, does he die in this? Oh, so yeah. Through, it, some of these, it, it added a little more tension for me, which yeah, is good. Yeah. yeah but totally. I, he, spoilers, he makes it to the end. Mm -hmm. um, so I assume he continues on his ventures without Indy in, in search for the diamond. Oh, see, I got the sense that he just was giving up and going back home. So No, Indy did. Oh. But you think Remy followed him? Well, it didn't explicitly say, at least from what I saw. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes sometimes when you watch at certain speeds, you don't pick up on all the details. Aha! <laughs> wow. I will say for the first, like, half hour, I watched at 1x speed, so. And then you're Whoa. like, this is slow and boring. <laughs> this was the first time that I've actually enjoyed the adventures of young Indiana Jones more than what we reviewed before it. <laughs> Whoa. That's kind of high praise or very, very low praise. For that a little review. bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Um, Kitos, what's something you didn't like about this episode? Not enough people, not enough indie going to papers, uh, finding papers for papers for papers, right? <laughs> not enough bureaucracy, red tape. Honestly, <laughs> I I have a, a hard time coming up with a dislike for this episode. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. cool. You know what? Here, all right, I'll even, throw in a bonus even, one. Even the end, right? Wait, hold on yeah. one second. Yeah, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. E even the end, right? You know how you say it fizzles out, right? And it's like, yeah. well, why is he? why does he make that choice and everything, right? If I yeah. look at it from the grand scale of things, like to Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? All this yeah. is like his emotional growing up that allows yeah. him to oh, let journey. go of the grail in the end. You know? Oh, I could see that. That's Lame. That, <laughs> I, don't, I think that's actually really, that's really. That's kind uh, of poignant. Yeah, point way. That's a good a good way of putting it, yes. So, yeah, good so, observation, Kitos. Yeah, I saw that ending. I was like, 
You know, because it, it's, it switches pretty dramatically, and I thought, so I just reflected on it for a bit, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to who he grows up to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I liked gotcha. it. I really liked it. It's, cool. it's hard for me to say a dislike other than, I don't know, maybe, maybe they went to too many locations. But I, I that's, was thinking that's, that too. That's like yeah. around a lot, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's like, and that's pushing it to say that's a dislike, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would have loved for them to spend more time in that jungle, going toward that temple. I felt like uh, that was a great setting right there to mm-hmm. like maybe if they got lost or got stuck at night or something. I thought there could have been a lot more peril in that section. But how about the lip syncing being off a little bit about the the Asian woman who was who was the singer, oh, but yeah, turned out was, to be the pirate later yeah. talking oh, like. Yeah. That was the pirate? I didn't put two and two together with that. Yeah, yeah that was she was. The, oh, oh, if you gosh. watch it at normal speed, yeah, I know. You, <laughs> you might catch these things. She has a line in there like, "I'm not just here for entertainment for your guys' oh, entertainment yeah. and that, that kind of thing." Oh, uh, cool. That's cool, though. Okay, yeah. nice. But as someone like Francisco who has been watching this series from the beginning, um, the, the best friend of Remy exited in kind of a. a uh, in a previous uh, couple episodes later, it would have been a great dramatic story tool to introduce him in a cool way again, yeah. rather than just all of a sudden they're together, yeah. they're together on that. a train they, at the beginning, yeah, which is fine they, if you're just joining in like Keithos, like in the like in the middle. <laughs> this is a one stop shop yeah. thing. Yeah, but for those who are on this series, watching the series, it's kind of like okay, you kind of have a theme and kind of have little stories going on. Let's. Mm-hmm. Let's weave that back in, but in a cool way. Like, yeah, you know, like use- it, it would have been so much cooler if, like, they just at least maybe they randomly find each other on the battlefield or something. It's like, oh my God. Or he saves the day somehow, which is kind of ex machina, deus ex machina in a way, but it it could have been cool. It would be nice to give Remy a hero moment like that where he saves Indy. Yes. I totally totally get that. Remy's missing hero moment. Oh, That's yeah. yeah. I have a dislike. Speaking of, oh, okay, here we go. Oh, okay. here we go. <laughs> when <laughs> like when he's pouring this drink or whatever, and he spills it all over the map, that aggravated me so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding? This is like you're the treasure you're going for, and you just spill your drink all over it, and they're all very nonchalant. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, because yeah. that could have ruined really the like, paper. Yeah, it could have exactly. disintegrated it. Yeah. Or, yeah. No yeah. Wor- don't worry, Remy. It's in the script. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only yeah. major dislike. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, obviously, you need that to see the code, the yeah, written on, what's written on the back. But still, yeah, yeah that was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's a big what if. Like, what yeah. if the code is written and you need liquid yeah. to see it? Yeah. Oh, no, well, I'm glad your clumsiness came in handy, Remy. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Which is a, it, it can be a fun story point, especially mm-hmm. if it happens re- in real life. Yeah. yeah. But it's also very frustrating as an audience to watch that happen like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, all right. So, was that? Did you give your dislike, Paul? I feel like you did. Yeah, it okay. was basically yours. It fizzled out at the all end. Right. And- well, then, I guess, guys, given what we've seen uh, either so far or with this episode, would we? Uh, do we want to continue on watching Young Indiana Jones? If you didn't have to, me and Paul do. But, or would you? 
or would you say, no, nah, I'm out. I'm 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 quitting the quest early, much like Indy. So, Kidos, uh, <laughs> what what would would you seeing this inspire you to keep wanting to watch the show, or would you be like, nah, I'm done? Yeah, this would definitely inspire me to watch more of the show. Like, if awesome. this is the okay. only episode I'd ever seen, I, I'd yeah. be like, whoa, okay, they must have hit a home run with this show because this this is Indiana Jones. It really is. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 How about yeah, you? Yeah, I I would too. I would based on this, I would watch the next one. Yeah, I I'm I'm right there with you guys. This was Although I'm kind of I would be kind of weary like, oh, the next one he's like just going home. That sounds lame. <laughs> oh, is that all it is? I don't know. Oh, okay. But okay. you know, as the story progresses. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, I'm I'm I would very much be looking forward to the next episode after this one, though all the previous ones have definitely embittered me toward, <laughs> or made me cynical about any possibility of it getting yeah. better. But I that's a good it's point. Possible. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> exactly. Next episode is titled "Winds of Change." Oh. Mm. Sounds so. very blowy. Yeah. Well, it takes place in Paris and in Princeton. So Let me I try guess this he again. Finds- oh, this one's going to blow. Ah, ah, there we ah. go. Uh, anyway, uh, so awesome, guys. So it sounds like this would be a one to watch if you're uh, yeah. curious what the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles were, were like, or if you're curious what a good Young Indiana Jones Chronicles was like. Um, compared but, to the others, yeah. Yeah, compared to the others. But... Uh, I, for thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you in another month uh, for another episode of this. Uh, but until next time, uh, for me, for Paul Frankitos, bid you all a uh, whoopah. <laughs>